Are you ready? A shot of wrestling, episode one fifty one, and away we go. Step up to the break. We got MJP and Green Man and Supreme and Champion Chip Team from Milan to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up to date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live. Welcome to episode 151 of A Shot of Wrestling. Close one, A Shot of Wrestling in your house. We are on location at the palatial estate of Hollywood Zane, Mark Schwann. Mark, beautiful house you got here. Thank you. Thank you, man. Welcome. Welcome to my home. I feel like this is like a Cribs episode. Yeah, the Cribs, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I Cribs. <laughs> this is the pool. This is the pool table. Right. This right. is your two walk-in closets. Mm-hmm. The bowling alley downstairs, the movie theater. My own... Bar that I have as well, and a bidet. A bidet. You know, you, you, know you can't. You yeah. can't have a place without a bidet. If you don't have a bidet, then I just feel sorry for you. I feel the same. <laughs> I feel the same. <laughs> oh, you have a bidet as well. No, I feel sorry for myself. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> How you been? How's everything going? Uh, better than the last time we spoke. I'll, I'll tell you that. I, I finally settled down since the last time we spoke. Did you? A little bit. A little bit. You know. Okay. I, I, you know. I because. You know, me and the group, me and the Deadly Saiyan squad, you know, we regrouped afterwards. And, uh, well, let's just say we know what we're going to do next. And okay. It, and it ain't going to be pretty for the boys in LAW. Really? Oh, hell yeah. How so? How so? Yeah. What, what's, what, we got, what we got cooking? I mean, Putty. Yeah. You were there. I was live. You, you, were, you were there live at BCW, the Queen of the North. Yeah. You saw what happened. You saw what they did to us. They came into our house, our home, and... They try to take over our show. It was a woman's show, though. You don't. It's our show. It's our house. BCW, Deadly Sand Squad. They go together like, like spaghetti and meatballs. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And you can't have a BCW show without the Deadly Sand Squad. I don't care if it's a woman's show or not. We're going to be there. LAW. They don't belong there. What are they trying? To, they're trying to get back their LAW championship. Good luck. <laughs> That's not going to happen. No, I don't think so. So come February 16th at LEW, we're going to just return the favor. Really? Ominous words of Mark Schwann. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> let's get into the show. Yes, let's get... I'm sorry. I started off a little hot. I, I had very hot, very hot. I'm very hot. Very hot. I'm cool now. I'm cool. Let's start this week's show. We always start the show with this week's wrestling replay. January 24th, 1999, Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim, California. Record count of 14,816. Big Boss Man defeated the Road Dog in 11 minutes, 52 seconds. Ken Shamrock defeated Dewan Billy Gunn to retain the IC Championship in 14 minutes, 24 seconds. X-Pac defeated Grand Grell to retain the European Championship in 5 minutes, 53 seconds. Oh, the European Championship. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Sable defeated Ludo Vachon in a strap match to retain the Women's Championship in 4 minutes, 43 seconds. A strap match that lasted under 5 minutes. That's crazy. Give the women a chance. That's crazy. <laughs> they should bring back the strap match. That'd be great. I'm sure it's coming. It's got to be coming. The women are doing everything, right? Extreme rules. 
The Rock defeated Mankind in the iconic classic I Quit match to retain the WWF Championship in 21 minutes, 46 seconds. Another match you don't see anymore. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And in your main events, Mr. McMahon won the Royal Rumble by last eliminating Stone Cold Steve Austin in 56 minutes, 38 seconds. That sounds like it's a short Royal Rumble, actually. Yeah, it's probably one of the short ones. Yeah. Rey Mysterio lasted over an hour one time. Right? Exactly. Heck, Seth Rollins lasted longer in a gauntlet match. Yeah, like a gauntlet <laughs> match. <laughs> Well, that's the Royal Rumble in a nutshell. Mr. McMahon won. You had the iconic match. China became the first woman to ever enter Royal Rumble. What a great pay per view. It doesn't sound like it on paper, but you're just saying how the big boss man was a great match for you. you know, I'm watching it back right now, and it's, it's crazy to see a boss man versus road dog, and they're telling a better story now than what I'm seeing on the current product. I agree. And they're not doing much, they're not doing any crazy spots, but like. I, we have it on mute right now, and I'm able to tell what the story's going on here, what's going and uh, and getting into it. Big boss man and the road dog, they're crazy, right? Yeah, you don't you don't hear those two names and great matches often. No, no, you, you you don't because you know, of course, you know when we look back in that time, you know we think of Stone Cold, we think of The Rock, we think of Triple H, we think of the bigger names. But you know what? Everyone on that roster, they had a purpose. Everyone on that roster, you know, they had a full blown character and they had good storylines that were invested in I, I remember watching like looking back in this i do remember watching raw or raw's war and war zone war zone yeah yeah and um was smackdown back then too yeah it, it, i think it was just starting right yeah and you know just being emotionally invested from start to finish there were no bathroom breaks there were no popcorn breaks nope you know and, and now every time I feel like SmackDown is on par almost. Yeah, it's not many too. There's not many bathroom breaks on SmackDown. Yeah, I feel like, especially now. I mean, we'll get to it later, of course. But with the current product, the way it's going right now, with SmackDown, I feel like they do have storylines for a little bit for everyone. Raw, not so much. Oh, Raw sucks. Raw last week was great. It was good. It was very, very good. Old school last week. I was really enjoyed. It. I was hoping it would carry over this week. But uh, spoiler alert, it didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. Last week. Yeah, yeah. The week before. I know, I know. Okay. Yes. I thought you were talking about this This week's Raw. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. We're best friends. We agree on a lot of things. But it does not make for a boring show. I should start disagreeing with you more. Eh, we'll swap. <laughs> this month kind of dragged on. It's still January. So, it's a very slow month. <laughs> right, so it's kicking my ass. I'm, I'm battling getting sick for a long time now. That's why I sound a little weird. Might sound a little nasally. Finally, kicked my ass. Allergies are killing me. I almost canceled the show today. But yeah, I still it up. Came to Mark Schwann's house. I appreciate it, man. So, uh, Although, if yeah, you sneeze, I'll, I'll, I'm going to pull Vince McMahon and kick you out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not that crazy. Are you, though? I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not Howie Mandel. I don't, I don't get weird like that. Yeah, you don't know? hate on Howie Mandel. I love Howie Mandel. <laughs> but did you get a chance to actually watch the in-ring action at BCW Queen of the North? No, I, w- I was there. Uh, we were interviewed afterwards, uh, not by just you, but uh, some other people as well. Um, we did some backstage like stuff. Like who? I don't remember are you, their are names. Are you cheating on a shot of wrestling? No, I'm not. I've never cheated. Shot, shot of wrestling is my true love, man. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, people want a piece of the schwan, you know. You got to make people happy. <laughs> okay. Let it slide. Let that slide. <laughs> It's like, baby, I came back to you, though. Mm-hmm. I came back to you. I'm always coming home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I got to see a little bit of the action there. Um, 
The women, uh, you know, I'll give it up to them. They they did do a good job. They crushed it. Like I said, it is our home. It is our house. So, uh, you know, I'm still waiting for a thank you card for allowing it to happen. I think all I can speak for all of us at the Deadly Saiyan Squad. That's deep shit. I, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm shade from you right now. No, but I guess so because you know, Elder Zayn is part of your group. I guess without him, there would be no show. So maybe you have a point. No, right. Right. All right, now, now, now we see eye to eye. No, right. no, yeah, exactly, exactly. And come on, man. Like I said before, how are you going to have a queen of the North without the queen herself? Surprised she wasn't in the tournament, though. I mean, she could easily have won that. Right? Faye Jackson versus Nia Kennedy. Right? Love right. that match. Let's see. The fake queen versus the real queen. Mm, wow. Yeah, you, you hear Love me, it. Faye Jackson. Uh, why don't you recruit her, though, into the... Saint squad. Because need, we have a queen. But you need an active female wrestler, though. Don't we, you, won't, won't, won't that top it off? Like, get a woman's championship in your faction? Listen, in my eyes, there's one queen and one queen only, and that's Nia Kennedy. It's not Faye Jackson. Charlotte Flair? I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair is a queen of my heart. Uh, <laughs> I'm cool. kidding, I'm kidding. You're watching another room. <laughs> <laughs> in WWE, I should say. Too late. You already said it. Too late. You already said it's, it. It's, un- it's unrecorded. I'm going to die now. These are my, this is my last show. It was, it was great knowing you guys. <laughs> so before you die, um, as my general manager of my playoff team, I've, I've lost. Is it real? Have you lost? Oh, no. I've really? Doing, I've been doing this fantasy football playoff, which I've never done. It's my first time ever doing it. You can't blame me. you got to blame Roger Goodell and, and what happened to the Rams, though, by I'll the way. The, blame the referees, yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of Rams. I had several Saints. I'm assuming the Saints were going to go to the Super Bowl. Didn't have too many Patriots until last week before the championship games i think i picked up like two patriots right maybe one i think i told you to pick up james white yeah that's it so now i got a couple of rams james white i went from second place who the guy was in first place heading in pretty much all patriots players see it I was, the patriots to lose it, it was tough for me because i knew the patriots would go to the super bowl it was but close, but I, I would say this it was tough for me to pick a patriots for your team a patriots player for your team because they kind of spread the ball around a bit Okay, Tom Brady. I could have picked Tom Brady, but Drew Brees. But Tom Brady, he had, he had regression going against him. You know, I, I I didn't think I didn't think he'd do as well as he would be doing right now. So I was wrong in that. So now I'm down to seventh. No really, chance, no, you're in second place. No chance of winning. So I lost out four hundred dollars. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Uh, it is your fault. That's fine. It is my fault. It's the ref's fault. Did you watch online? Somebody reenacted the same exact play on Madden. The referees called <laughs> pass interference. No, I didn't. How do you even reenact that? I have no, actually have no clue. I'm, I'm sure two people were playing, and one guy hit sticked him. Did you see though? Like they they find the dude, the, yeah. the the guy in the Rams. Too late. Who cares? So that's basically admitting that they were wrong. And there's a petition going around, like almost seven hundred thousand. I didn't even know this rule existed. By the way, I, I think what you know about your say, yeah, about Goodell uh, overturning the decision, yeah, overturning it. Although. I, I gotta say that's opening Pandora's box. Yeah, you can't do that. You, you can't do it because think about how many times games got blown over a play call. They they would just do it over and over and over again. Yep. So although this was fucking blatant, blatant two penalties in one play. If you think about it, that's pass crazy. interference and, and uh, in the helmet. Yep, helmet to helmet. Yeah, that's right. That's so they, they, they missed two in one play, and they eventually find a dude for the second one. It's ridiculous. Which ridiculous. proves. That they were wrong. Uh, I am so glad I'm not a Saints fan. Tom Brady wins again, huh? No, I don't. Do, no, see the thing is, this is why I've said though about the Rams and the Saints. Both of them are too good to not 
win the Super Bowl. You know, the Patriots. The Rams or the Patriots? The, no, the Rams or the Saints. Oh, the Saints, yeah. The, the Patriots, I knew were gonna, they were going to edge their way into the Super Bowl. Yeah, I had no, a feeling. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Who? The, uh, the Patriots. They can't. No, they're not. The Rams will stand a chance. The Rams have so much more firepower than the Patriots do. Yeah, but Patriots is the fucking Patriots. Mm, no. Last year, the Eagles got lucky last year. <sighs> that was a great Super Bowl. The, the Eagles played good ball. They had good coaching, I would say, actually. Yeah. Whatever. Such a boring Super Bowl. Rams-Patriots? I think it's going to be a good Super Bowl. Yeah. Although, no one wants to see it because people hate the Patriots and people think the Rams... The Saints-Patriots have been good, but no one, no one, no, no one's believing in the Rams. It was, this is their chance. Don't believe in the Eagles last year either. Look what happened. Hey, you know what? No one wanted to see... Actually, you know what? You bring up a good point. Last year, no one wanted to see Philadelphia versus New England because those are the two most hated teams in the NFL and wound up being a very good Super Bowl. Not in the NFL. Maybe in New York. Yeah, maybe you, you might Texas be right. Texas hates the Eagles. Maybe Texas does. But. Yeah, you know, Texas does hate the Eagles. Florida doesn't. Miami doesn't hate the Eagles. Well, they hate the Patriots. Everyone hates the Patriots. <laughs> did you see what Jamal Adams did from the Jets? No, but I heard something about it. <laughs> he, he fucking he jacked up the uh, the Patriots mascot at the Pro Bowl. Did he? Yeah. I think he got fined for that. I think I, it's not official yet, but I think he probably is because the dude wound up going to the hospital. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was that serious. I didn't, I didn't know it was that serious till after. So I saw the video. I was like, I was dying. I was laughing my ass off. And next thing you know, the, the dude went to the hospital, and Jamal Adams had to release like an apology thing. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. It is crazy. He's an idiot for doing that, but that was great. He's a jet. He's an idiot. Hey, 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 hey! I may not be, be the gotta, green. Gotta be an idiot to play for the Jets. I may not be the green man on the outside, but I'm green on the inside. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you mean. I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> We could talk all night about football. This ain't a football podcast. It's a wrestling. It's podcast. not. You know, I was I was thinking that too. This, no one wants to hear us talk about football. Let's so let's get right to this week's interview. But other than flying Brian Pillman, yes, that Ryan Pillman, we all know about his dad, his relationship with the Hart family right now. They're kind of you know recreating the Next Generation Hart Hart Foundation. So that's cool. We know all about that because he talks about it nonstop in every podcast interview he does. So you want to find out more about his father, you want to find out more about the Hart Foundation, check out any podcast. <laughs> Literally any podcast, not, not this, ours. Yeah, not this one. Because this time, Green Man sits down with Brian Pillman, we get to learn about the man himself. So, interview I'm very much looking forward to listening to. Me too. Green Man, take it away. Welcome to another exciting edition of A Shot of Wrestling, The Interviews. If you have not done so already, follow us on all forms of social media at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Shot of Wrestling No A on Twitter. You can contact us via email at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com or dial it up 619-343-3005 and leave your comments. This shot of wrestling. How'd you get that area? Oh shit, 619. Now... By the sound of it, looks like the person we're going to talk to today is already getting ready to come on. So let's get right to it. We say it all the time. Wrestling brings us together, and today is no different. Today 
we're honored to be joined by Brian Pillman Jr. How are you? And welcome to A Shot of Wrestling. The honor is mine, brother. <laughs> it, it's such a pleasure uh, to actually get a chance to talk to you. We've been kind of Instagram messaging each other for a little bit. Uh, but you have a crazy schedule, right? Oh, yeah. All the time. Uh, always traveling. Uh, I like to I like to be home for a few days and really just enjoy it. But uh, tonight I'm going to be heading up to New York City. I'm going to uh, visit the woman for a few days. And then uh, I've got a match on Saturday against Dan Moff. And then on the 20, 20th or, or so, we're going to head back down here. I'm going to bring my woman with me. And we're going to start our little family here in uh, good old northern Kentucky, Cincinnati. Interesting. So wait a second. Yeah. How did you? So you guys have a long distance relationship. How long have you guys been going out? Yeah. So uh, I actually met her uh, at Lance Storm Academy, the, the Calgary training grounds, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, we yeah, we just we really hit it off in the first week of practice, um, as is expected, because I'm you know the best looking guy in there. Uh, of course, she was the best looking girl in there. There's about there's about four there's about three or four girls uh, at the beginning. And uh, one of them was uh, really, really fragile, wasn't really cut out for the job um, and quit real, real early. But the other one, another one of them was like a gear, like a superstar. She was like, uh, she was jacked to the gills. She was athletic. She could move. She was, she was something special. Um, she was blonde. And uh, yeah, she was, she was a power lifter. We were thinking she was going to the WWE, but. Mm-hmm. She ended up she ended up quitting about halfway through the class because of the concerns on her on her body and stuff and her age. She was around twenty eight. Um, that's a little old for a, for a for a female to start the business. And uh, she wanted to go be a lawyer. She was already in law school and stuff, and then just decided it was going to be uh, more cost efficient to do that and then just stick to her powerlifting stuff for fun. So this she, this is this is a prime this was a prime example of a of a woman who would have been very successful in our business, but uh, decided it wasn't for her, you know, so. Before you got into training, you had like a full mm-hmm. nine to five, kind of one of the, those boring things that a lot of adults have. Um, yeah. You, so you uh, went yeah, the other adult. way. You went from the extreme of the nine to five to training. Was there one thing that really, that you remember of being like, you know what, I just need to go and, 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 and pursue this. Yeah, you know, it was just uh, so much uh, growing up with the uh, with the internet and the ability uh, for the fans to connect to me and express that interest and that demand, and it all really started to uh, pique my interest once I was building like a more more of like a fitness yoga like social pers- uh, social media following, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's when people were like, "Oh, damn, you look really good!" And then they were like, "Oh, well, your name is Brian Pillman. Are you related to the wrestler?" And then it was like, "Why aren't you wrestling?" And then it was like. Because I'm a nerd that plays video games on it. <laughs> and then I just slowly, uh, slowly started uh, working more towards a uh, healthy, fit, more masculine lifestyle as opposed to the sedentary uh, gaming and, and, and just drinking and doing, you know, just chilling lifestyle. So gotcha. it really, it, wrestling has really uh, benefited my life in a million more ways than one. So now there's a lot of people because you're in a very interesting situation where you know, your name carries so much weight and you've only had just about a hundred matches, but you know, you're a draw. People want to see you. Yeah. Yeah. But it must be a little bit of a disadvantage because here you are starting your career and you know, are you being put in matches that you're not ready for just yet? 
Yeah, it definitely was a big uh, a big challenge at first, especially when I legitimately didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, <laughs> but I can say, and, and, and honestly, just just being injured, if if it wasn't for my two injuries, mm-hmm. I would have had probably 150, almost 200 matches this year. Wow. Um, but my injury, which was suspected to put me out for five to six months, uh, only held on to me for about three months because I trained so hard to come back. So I really shortened that injury time, got back in the ring. Um, God bless to the promoters in the United States that still brought me in when I was injured because, like you said, it was such a draw to them Yeah. that even even if I came in and cut a promo and did a storyline angle to build to the next show, it was a huge boon uh, for the tickets and for the build of the, of the angle and stuff. So that's one thing that helped that helped me enhance my promo skills was just being injured and being forced into that. Right. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're like, Oh shit, I got to deliver. Like they're paying me, you know, sometimes they'd pay me half or they'd still even pay me the full rate just to come in and really build into something. Gotcha. So, uh, so yeah, I tore my PCL and that, you know, set me out for three months. And then I tore my AC joint, in my left shoulder, which only set me out three weeks. But even during those three weeks, I was still on the road, still cutting promos. Um, but yeah, I think my strengths at the beginning, I was always a natural promo. I was always a natural talker. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look at my, you can look at my podcasts from like the first week of me wrestling. You know what I mean? I've always been good, uh, interacting with, with the fans and with people yeah. and telling stories. I've always been a good storyteller. Uh, but just, you know, just up until recently, uh, I'm getting to work guys like Chase Owens, you know, guys that like push me to the next level and really forced me to uh, put my working boots on. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's up. finally after one year, I can finally say I'm very comfortable in the ring with who I am and what I'm doing. Um, anybody that says that they're that they're good at this before that first year mark or that claims to be, you know, better than, you know, I mean, they're all bullshitting you because this is a very hard very tough job, and I, you know, I, I don't, I won't claim to be great at this at least for another uh, three or four years, you know. But I, I can at least say after a hundred matches in one year in this business, working some of the best talent, um, it's very hard to not get pretty good. You know, it's really hard to not learn. Yeah, you know, when you're in the ring with guys like Matt Sedell and Joey Janela, and uh, you know, Joey Janela was my third match. Right, oh, wow. Matt Sedell, like Matt Sedell was like my tenth match. So I had no idea what was going on, and the, and the crowd reactions were so. Uh, like blaring you know it was like oh just me being in the ring was a huge pop so it was like i didn't really know what i was doing was good or bad because the crowd was just gonna pop for me anyways you know what i mean so it was sort of a double-edged sword there where i could do something that was the total shits mm-hmm. but when you're over it's it's not the shits right yeah. so that's where the artistic you know comes in it's like oh you know is this good or is it bad Usually the crowd will tell you, but it took a lot of the veterans. It took a lot of the guys to be like, hey, man, you know, if you did this in this town, it might it probably would have, you know, got shat on. But because we're here and you're Pillman Jr., you know, it was super over. So just keep that in mind. But after about a year now working in different towns, I've worked for crowds that, you know, you couldn't get a peep out of them. I've worked in front of five people. I've worked in front of 2000 people. So uh, I'm starting to realize what gets a good pop and what doesn't and then really getting used to the science of this business. Um, what are your thoughts about the landscape of professional wrestling right now? And is AEW in your future? I think I'm going to be a, a major uh, player 
in these next uh, four or five years as far as wrestling goes, it's hard because now the decision-making process is now broken up into some different leagues and some different contracts where I would have thought, you know, before I broke in, you know, at least a, at least a few years ago, there was only one option, and that was mm-hmm. to go wrestle for the WWE. So now that uh, I've got a little more bargaining power, you know, I might not want to go to the WWE. You know, it's not just like, oh, come down to the Performance Center and I have to say yes, you know. Right. I might be able to go in there and take a look at a contract and maybe uh, maybe discuss a few things about it instead of just taking whatever they offer me. So every, every it's a wrestler's game right now. Everybody's got bargaining power. The fans clearly have uh, bargaining power and buying power. You know, the fans are better than they've ever been. The workers are better than they've ever been. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 a saturated competitive market. That's why there's so many promotions that are filling up with talent because we just have so much of the talent. Uh, it's definitely hard for a wrestling fan to consume all of the content. So that creates competition. If you only have an hour in the evening each evening to watch wrestling, you're going to have to decide which wrestling you're going to watch. Are you going to watch New Japan? On their network, are you going to watch WWE Network? Are you going to go to YouTube and watch MLW and see the New Heart Foundation? Um, are you going to watch Impact for uh, Killer Cross and the things that he's doing over there? Um, or are you going to watch this new All Elite Wrestling, which is very exciting? So, luckily, my contract doesn't prohibit me from working for All Elite mm-hmm. uh, as long as there are no date uh, date conflicts, and, and hopefully there won't be. I know. Uh, going into going into May, it's definitely a possibility uh, to be to be on that show, but don't hold me to it. You know, we're still in talks. Uh, I would love to work with Cody. I would love to work with the Bucks. Uh, I've met Cody about three times, and every time I've met him, it's like we've been best friends forever. There's like a secret <laughs> bond between Legacy wrestlers. Like, is it, there? I know it sounds like super corny, but there really is. Like. Like every time I like, you, you always know who they are, and they always know who you are. You know, yeah. you don't really have to introduce yourself because it's because we do have it different. We do have a lot of things thrown our way, so we 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 kind of understand how each other has to deal uh, with those different obstacles that others don't have to deal with. Those different high pressure situations being put into, like you said earlier, like a high profile match before you're ready, mm-hmm. and just not wanting, like doing everything in your power not to f it up. And uh, I'm very blessed to be working with a company like MLW, where they're sort of a mid-range company. You know, they're like, like the stakes are high, but they're not. Uh, I'm not like, you know, obliterated by the pressure. You know, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's I'm very strong at the TV and the promo stuff, and they really emphasize me in that role, right? They don't got me going out there doing Canadian destroyers and stuff and things I'm not comfortable with. Right? They've got me cutting promos. They've got me up there for three days of tapings. Uh, you know, doing some brawls throughout the venue, you know, really cool storytelling uh, things. Um, you know, obviously, we've done a little research here before we got into our conversation. One of the things I found really interesting was that um, you, you are a frat guy um, in college. You join a fraternity. Now, our, your boys here at A Shot of Wrestling are also frat boys. In New York, we joined Tau Epsilon Phi, and that's how our brotherhood kind of started and our friendship kind of developed. It's been like over like 15 years now. Um, what was your decision into joining a fraternity? Uh, so, you know, I was always, I was always involved in sports and stuff. Um, so really I was just looking for the camaraderie. Um, 
you know, I had heard all the cool stories about the partying and things, and that's how I was in high school. You know, I was a big partier, always always looking for, for what are the boys up to, what are the boys doing. It's probably how I led in, led myself into wrestling, too, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I just I quickly found out I was a junior in college already, so I was already finishing up by the time I started to join the uh, the Alpha Tau Omega fraternity. So after about a couple months and then seeing all the different dues that they wanted us to pay and all the – all the responsibilities that was already tacked on to my schoolwork being brought in with a bunch of freshmen who, you know, couldn't really hold their own, you know, and it was just like, you know <laughs> what, I, I've been there, done that. I've, I've been the partier. I've, I've done all this stuff in high school and in, in my first couple of years of college. Um, I just decided it wasn't for me, especially with all the given extra responsibilities that I wouldn't even be able to complete before I graduated. You know, right. so it was like, what's the point at this point? I'm already too behind on it. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, a lot of people are are attracted because of that party atmosphere. I was as well, you know. Yeah. So we're wrapping up our time here. Um, uh-huh. Is there anything that you want to let anyone know about Brian Pillman Jr. that they do not know already? Well, I am an avid Smash Bros. player. No way. And if you are in the New York City area this week... I would like to inquire about playing some Smash Brothers with you because I got to get my get a, get my weekly grind in as my <laughs> Gan, as my Ganondorf is shaping up to be uh, quite the threat. So uh, if you got some if you got an issue or you want to you know throw some money down on a game, I'd be more than happy to meet you wherever you want to meet up. Is that one of your passions outside of the ring, Smash Brothers? Oh yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome man, awesome. Well. Fill us in it like just like me, I've been following your journey on social media and seen you on a couple of shows. But for those who are not previewed to the information, where could we follow your journey? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm always available on uh, Twitter at Flying Brian Jr. and Instagram at Flying Brian 41. My, I like to limit my activity on Facebook just because I feel like that app is uh, it's just not my cup of tea. And there's only 5,000 limit of the friends. Uh, I get too many messages on Facebook. It's hard to sort through them all. But I get a lot of messages everywhere. I still am not caught up with them. So if you're still waiting to hear back from me, uh, just wait a little bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Brian, it was a pleasure talking to you. And we're not done with you yet. We have a few other things to take care of, pay the bills around here. So why don't you just hang around for last call? You bet your butt. Now let's get ready for our last call. What is last call? (laughs) Hang tight, I'll tell you. Michael J. Putty. All right, great job, Green Man. Great interview. Loved it. it. Thank you to Brian Pillman for your time. Great interview. Now, he talked about he had the option of moving to New York City or Kentucky. You know, he picked Kentucky. Not my choice. No. I would pick New York City. Wouldn't be my first choice. But I hear Kentucky has great bourbon and great whiskey, so enjoy yourself. (laughs) Cheers to that. I'll drink to that. We also learned he's moving in with his girlfriend. Now, how was that the first time you moved in with your fiance? Big adjustment? Any advice for him? No. No. Really? Communicate. Just 
Wow, so so weird. No, I, it really wasn't. I was here as a big adjustment. Mm-mm. No, uh, just be honest, communicate, and uh, just continue to have fun. You heard that here first, Brian. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> the full interview will be on our YouTube, a shot of wrestling on YouTube. Definitely want to check it out. Ready to the news? Yeah, let's go for the news. Impact Hall of Famer Abyss and Sanjay Dutt are headed to the WWE. Abyss was actually offered a deal back in 2006, but declined it because he wanted to stay loyal to TNA. And Dutt was offered a performance center role back in 2017. He turned it down to stay loyal to TNA. Impact, not both of them, have been let go. Uh, Impact did not want to hinder their future opportunities. Both are headed to the WWE as behind the scenes. Let's be real. Everyone's got a price. <laughs> wow, you do a great laugh. <laughs> I thought Green had a good laugh. Do it again. <laughs> nice. They will be behind the scenes, not on screen performers yet. No word on what their backstage role is yet, but we'll find out. I guess producer or something like producer, that. Producer. I heard something about with NXT UK. Was that the thing going around? Well, they need to hire staff. They need to hire people in Performance Center and now the Performance Center UK. Right. So I don't know if one of them is going there. I doubt it because Sunday Dutt declined the offer back in 2017 because he didn't want to uproot his family. Right, right. So I guess something's changed. He's uprooting his family now, but I don't see either of them going to the United Kingdom for it, but maybe Who knows? The, the current staff will get over there and these guys will replace these guys in Orlando. Or maybe, uh, yeah, who knows, maybe they're sending someone already in NXT, the Performance Center over there to UK, and they're taking over that role. Who knows? But I think it's a great move. Apparently, Abyss has been doing a backstage role in... Quite a while now, yeah. Yeah, in Impact. Never thought I'd see Abyss in WWE, though. That's crazy. It is crazy. One of the original members left. Yeah. Only one left now. Yeah, there's no one who... No, yeah, there's no one left, right? I don't remember any... I don't think of any of them. I remember like back in the day fantasizing with like the WWE versus TNA matchups, creating yep. the TNA stars in, in the wrestling games yeah. and having these fantasy matchups. And now like they're they're all in WWE. Pretty much, yeah. I think was it Abyss versus Undertaker was the big one? Abyss versus Kane I had, actually. That's a good one. Yeah. Yes, on social media, any feuds you want to see him with a lot of people said uh Bray Wyatt. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. Apparently Bray Wyatt slimmed down. Yeah. Trying to get back in shape, right? Apparently, there's a rumor that he might be one of the surprise appearances the Royal Rumble. Hope so. But what's he doing? Nothing, right? They have absolutely nothing going on for him. And he was like so hot for a while. Yeah, they were talking about changing his character. They never did. They, they teamed up with Matt Hardy. Which was okay. That was okay. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on. We'll see what happens in a couple of days. You know what it is? It's the it's like the on-screen promos that he has on the big screen promos. Yeah, it's weird. It, it's weird. You, it, lose you kind of play it. it. Yeah. You lose, the, you lose the live crowd because... Back in the 90s, you get away with it. Now, like, the millennials get too antsy. You can't talk to riddles. You got to let us know what's going on. Yeah, I guess so. You know what really killed his character, I feel like, was the whole Sister Abigail thing. Yeah, that was that burned him real quick. That burned him real fast. That was weird and unnecessary. And plus, he got sick, so they weren't able to finish it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. He, he says Abigail versus the... Versus uh, the, the demon. The demon, yeah. Yeah. They got sick. We couldn't even finish it. They just dropped it. Never talked about it again. Right. Oh, I, I hope I hope they have something for him when he comes back because he's too good to be left on the sidelines. We'll find out soon enough, right? Hopefully. In other news, you know by now, the Revival requested their release from WWE. Yes. Now, ProWrestlingSheet.com has provided details as to why. According to their report, the Revival are not just frustrated with their career in WWE, but they're unhappy with the entire tag team scene in the WWE in general. They feel... The E does not put enough emphasis on the tag team wrestling or make their tag team champions even seem relevant. Vince McMahon has always... Turned like a blind eye to tag team wrestling, though. Yeah, they don't put much stock in that. They're not big fans of tag team wrestling. But apparently now that All Elite Wrestling wants to put the tag team division in the forefront, yep. apparently now WWE 
wants to do the same. All of a sudden, they have a change of heart. And they want to make the revival the face of the tag team division. They don't want the revival to go to AEW. Exactly. They got to keep them down. And which is... Which already shows how powerful AEW is. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Don't be a mark. No, I'm, I'm mark. not a mark. But like the fact that... You Vince, are a mark. I am technically a mark. There you go. Uh, there we go. But I'm bumped. But if you think about it, AEW hasn't even had their first show yet. Everyone's talking about him. Everyone's talking about him. There's a lot of hype. You know, There's a lot of stuff going on with him. But the fact that now Vince McMahon's changing things up in his own company because of what all Elite is looking to do, that's huge. They never did that with Impact. They never did that with ROH. And they, they never did that with New Japan. Nope. So that, I think that speaks volumes right there. It has to be. I'm not marking out for, for All Elite Wrestling. I, I just, I'm just stating the facts here. Like a true journalist. Excuse me. Now you're throwing shade my way. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. I mean, All Elite Wrestling doesn't even have a launch date yet. Everyone's talking about them. Let's, let's see what happens. That's all we can do, right? You know the news? There's speculation that WWE might have spoiled who will be headlining the Hall of Fame class this year. <laughs> WWE announced 25 episodes of Superstars from 1992 have been added to the WWE Network with the advertisement reading episodes featuring Hall of Famers, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Ric Flair. Undertaker's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we all know he's eventually going to be in the Hall of Fame, but it looks like it's going to be sooner than later. I love how they always talk about people going to the Hall of Fame as first ballot Hall of Famers. Yeah. There's no ballot. <laughs> There's no ballot in no WWE Hall of Fame. There's none. It's an MLB. Pretty sure like the most obscure person is going to wind up in the in WWE Hall of Fame one Absolutely. day. Always. Santino Morella is going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Coco Beware is. Coco Beware is. That's right. Before the story came out, I was thinking about how around Royal Rumble is when they usually announce the headliner mm-hmm. of the Hall of Fame class to sell tickets when tickets go on sale. They haven't done it yet. I'm assuming it's going to come sooner rather than later. So I ask people online, who do they want to see headline the Hall of Fame class of 2019? Undertaker, right? This is some of the comments that I got. Okay. Lefty underscore Mellow said Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz? Yes, please. Cat two T's, C-A-T-T underscore Macy, J-B-L. That's a good one. That's a good one. W Alex M 93 Victoria. Victoria, that would be a really good one. Pork Chop, Bam Bam Bigelow. It is in New York, maybe. Wait, awesome. Bam Bam Bigelow is not in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. Not yet, no. Really? Really, yeah. Oh, he should be. Oh, so you're a fan of that one, okay. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, Michael J. Putty said, my man Batista. Too soon. No. Several people, too many people to even list them their names. A lot of people said China. A lot of people said Undertaker. And of course, a lot of people said Christian. I was surprised. Christian, I could see. As a headliner? Oh, as a headliner? So I'm looking for headliners here. Victor- I can't see Victoria as a headliner. I can't see I can't see Christian as a headliner. No. Can you see Bam Bam Bigelow as a headliner, though? No, you can't see Bam Bam Bigelow as a headliner, either. I see JBL as a headliner. No. Really? Not even JBL? Not even JBL. Wrestling God himself? I, I know, but like, yeah, yeah. I see JBL going to Hall of Fame. He's going to go to Hall of Fame one day. Shane McMahon coming out the ring. Look how young he looks. Right? He 20- looks, he's definitely more jacked now than he was back then. It's crazy. How he looks like a baby face. Look at this guy. Oh my God, he's a baby. Anyway. But anyway, um, no, I don't see it. Undertaker would be the only one that could headline out of that group. China won't even headline. JBL is not going to go to Hall of Fame for quite a bit because he's still struggling with the, the whole bully thing. Mm, maybe. And China's probably never going to go to the Hall of Fame at this point. Do you know the Undertaker does not have an opponent for WrestleMania yet? Because he's going to the Hall of Fame. Do you think he's done? Do you don't think we'll see him at WrestleMania, a, a legit match? I Undertaker, does it come out in character? You see more Callaway coming out give a speech. I don't see Undertaker coming out. That's why he doesn't come to the Hall of Fame. Mm. He doesn't break character. Right. No, he's the best at still keeping kayfabe, I think. Yeah. 
Although Daniel Bryan, he did a good. Uh, I just saw on Twitter he did a good uh, interview for some local news channel for mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. Yeah, stayed completely in character. It was great. Yeah, you to- saw that. I heard about it. he wants to change the belt, get rid of the leather. Yeah, the, the belt, and then also he's he's cut a promo basically on the Royal Rumble burger. Oh, oh did he? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but on a local news channel. That's great. Oh, it was great. I loved it. But Undertaker, as far as, far as my feelings about him wrestling another match at WrestleMania, why and who? Like he's mm. he's done it all already. I think he should have left when he lost to Roman Reigns. That would have been perfect. He didn't come up with John Cena match. I mean, it was a dream match, but it was like three minutes long. No, there was no need for it. There was no, it wasn't even a match. No, and no, this year, like who? You know, I, don't... I, you know, I was, I was going to give it a benefit of doubt. I was like, you know, maybe there's going to be more to this. Maybe there's something additional. It's maybe going to happen in SummerSlam or something. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. So you're right. It wound up being a waste. I, I don't know who called for it. Who wanted it? Was it John? Was it Undertaker? I don't know. But there was no need for it. it didn't make the event. Not at all. So I don't know. Cena doesn't have an opponent yet for WrestleMania. It's supposed to be Lars Sullivan, from what I heard. That was the rumor, yeah. But who knows what's going on? Lars Sullivan. John Cena is not going to be at Royal Rumble. He's shooting a movie. He's shooting a movie, and now I just saw that he's going to be shooting a Netflix show with uh, Jason Bateman. Yeah. So who knows what his status is for WrestleMania? Exactly. We'll keep you updated. Other news: You talked about Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan recently spoke with ESPN to promote the Royal Rumble. The piece reveals the concussion test he has to undergo after each match. Ready for this? Lay it on me. W doctors perform tests following any physical activity in the ring, not just matches, any physical activity. Tests begin with Daniel Bryan getting his eyes checked. Then he goes through several balance tests. Then it ends with a math equation. Ready? According to ESPN, Bryan must multiply 8 by 3, then multiply the number by 3, divide it all by 4. If he can't come up with the correct answer, he's not cleared to continue wrestling. I guess I can't wrestle anymore. Does he have a timeline? That's the question. I, uh, I imagine he has to because <laughs> if I just want to count by my fingers, I probably do it. You have like, to do this in five seconds. Go. <laughs> that's crazy. It's, and you prove your work. <laughs> yeah. Carry the one. In the modern day math, not old school. <laughs> yeah, right? Count the dots. But if it's the same equation each time, wouldn't he memorize the answer? Oh, that's a good point. I what mean, he is a smart dude. Or I'm assuming they have to change it a little bit, right? They have to. But that's crazy. Uh, but you know what? That goes to show, I mean, if he's doing that every single time he's doing something in the ring, the dude's good to go. I mean, it's been, what, almost a year now? Almost, yeah. And he's done quite a bit of stuff, man, in the ring. It's it's not like... he did. I feel like he did change up his game maybe a little bit, but nothing drastic. Yeah, not too bad. He's doing pretty good. Keep, fingers crossed. Hope he keeps it up. Yeah. I mean, especially after the Brock Lesnar match. I thought he was going to die that match. There was like one German suplex I saw that was like, oh my god, he he's dead. He's he has to be dead. Yeah, a lot of people thought that. Yeah, there was one spot where someone kicked him right in the face. Yeah. Oh god, what match was that? I know what you're talking about too. Oh no, it was when he first came back. It wasn't even a match. It was. Uh, it, it was, was Owens, right? Kevin, or, yeah, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. he's he's passed every single test, obviously. And I get what WWE has. They have to do that. They have to. They have to. Because he had what ten documented concussions. Yeah. So they documented. They can't, yeah, and they can't play around. So exactly, I've had six. <laughs> that's right. I don't know if I'm keeping a golf score, if that's a football score. <laughs> Eight times three, twenty-four times three, uh, seventy-two divided by four. Divided by four. I can't do it. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't continue this podcast. You I can't. can't, 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 can't do it. All right, thank you, everyone. Good night. <laughs> you have to go home. Oh wait, you are. Home. I am home. Okay, I guess you're stuck here then. <laughs> Uh, speaking of concussions, again, a couple of returns are making their way in the news. Looks like Bliss on Raw now, so she's coming back to the Raw So Rumble. pumped. Cannot wait for that. I love her. Definitely one of my top three picks to win. I uh, don't think she's going to I'd love to see her win, but I don't think she's going to win. Also back, 
Goldust. Is he? He revealed that since a double knee surgery he underwent this past summer, had to do a lengthy rehab, but now he's, he's been cleared for in-ring competition. He will undergo the next evaluation this coming Wednesday at the Performance Center, saying, and I quote, I believe we're going to probably get my cleared, get me cleared that day, so I'm hoping. They put stem cells in both knees, and my knees feel a lot better. I'm feeling pretty good. So, Oh, wow. That's what I'm kind of excited about. I'm surprised he's not following his brother, by the way. That was my next question. Think he's going to go? He has to. Because the, they, they want to work together. They, they always... They or him. I feel like Cody wanted it, too. Though really? they, they wanted that match for WrestleMania, and it never happened. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think... They don't need Goldust. Goldust needs them. Goldust? Do you remember when he was tag, uh, tagging with Cody? He was on his A game. He's probably better than I've ever seen him. I don't know. But, I mean, I, that's the first thing I thought. Why doesn't he go to AEW then? He he backstage producer? He should. Oh, my God. He would be a great backstage producer, actually. He knows the game inside and out. Yeah, Dustin Rhodes never got over in any platform whatsoever. Only Goldust. Even, yeah. when he, even when he tried it in WWE, he didn't get over. So... Could Dustin Rhodes get over in AEW? Oh, well, you know what? When you bring that point up, that is a good point. Although he never wanted to be seven in uh, in WCW. I watched that a couple weeks ago when he just completely shadowed it and took everything off. And it was like... That was amazing. The quote-unquote shoot promo? That made? was his best promo ever. That was great. Oh, my God. I loved it. Like, that was awesome. What are we got going on right now? I don't know. Oh, you're watching a strap match. I, I knew it always had to be a Divas match. I saw your eye glint. It's Luna Vachon, man. Calm down. Sable, too, bro. Okay, there we go. <laughs> also, I'm, something I'm really excited about. Matt Hardy revealed on Twitter he is not officially retired, and he's been given the green light to come back to wrestle. Good. My favorite Hardy was Matt Hardy. Always? Always. Like, always, always. Always. Since like, before the whole delete and broken thing. Yep. They used- I was so excited about that, because I didn't watch Impact at the time. Mm. But during the tag team, the young Hardy days, Team Extreme, Matt Hardy was my guy. Wow, I feel like everyone chose Jeff. I, I like Matt everybody Hardy chose Jeff. Yeah. I stuck with Matt. Same way everyone chose WCW, I stuck with WWE. See, I, I didn't choose WCW, man. That's we're best friends. Exactly. We get each other. But the rumor was going around that he's, he's going to retire and transition to a backstage producer, which he's done a lot. He's done, he is transitioning to be a backstage producer. But he said, and I quote, no, I'm not retired, not going to retire anytime soon. I've worked my ass off to rehabilitate, and I've physically been given the green light. My body's in the best shape it's been in years. I'm the lightest I've been in 20 years. Oh, wow. So, oh, and apparently WWE they want to when the when the Hardys originally signed they signed a two year deal third year option. Sounds like WWE is going to pick up the third year option. It was a big pay increase, big pay yeah. increase because they want them to team up again for part of this whole tag team revival thing. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes sense. I'm happy to see Matt Hardy back. Probably back in the Royal Rumble. Oh, that would be great. That would be a good spot for him to be in. And also, not returning anytime soon, but has been given the green light to start returning. Triple H has been in the game. Triple H has been given the all clear to return to start training. He said there's a difference between training and rehab, but uh, clear to start training again. So I'm training and hopefully be back sooner rather than later. Do you think we see him at WrestleMania? Probably too soon, right? Probably too soon. That was SummerSlam. Triple H versus Batista was the plan. Not going to happen anytime soon, so I don't think Triple H... I feel like there are no plans yet, really, for WrestleMania. Surprisingly not, right? Like, they, we know Ronda, Charlotte, Becky, some way, somehow. We just don't know. I still don't want to see. You don't want to see no. them at all? I want to see the one-on-one match I was promised at Survivor Series, Becky versus Ronda. I don't need Charlotte in there anytime soon. I saw Charlotte already. I feel like after what Charlotte did to Ronda at Survivor Series, you have to put her in there. I mean, Charlotte's, Charlotte, believe it or not, I feel like is in a whole other level right now. Than she has been before. At one point, she was getting a little stale. And I think I said that one of the shows before. 
And after Survivor Series, she just stepped it up. And she's got fire in her eyes. She's ready to go. I think Becky probably pushed her to go there, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> Not sold at all. You pulled a hawk after a pile driver. But like, people be like, was it supposed to be Becky Lynch versus Carmella at SummerSlam and Charlotte got her way in there? Like, can we have a one-on-one Becky Lynch match? Well, why would we need Charlotte for? If if the rumors are true, if Ronda's going to take a break during WrestleMania after WrestleMania, uh, after WrestleMania I feel is like that, it, does that mean one of the women goes to Raw? Well, that's the thing. I mean, how are they going to do this? Is it going to be a triple threat match? Is it going to be one on one? Is it going to? Is Charlotte going to find her way in there? Is I, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's going to be cool to see. We're going to find out soon enough. The WWE listens to the show, so please don't move Becky to Raw. Just don't make it happen, please. Or if you do, make Raw better. Well, we've been saying that for a while. They had not yet. So. Make it, you know what? Make it consistent. Because they, Raw do, they, they do have great shows sometimes. Yeah, but very rare. Few and far between. Like, make it consistent. Like, think, that's all I ask for. SmackDown's been consistent. They do. Yeah, SmackDown's awesome. Yeah. Let's go. Another news. There's another reality show coming around. This time, all about finding the next female superstar. It's in the early stages. We don't know too much yet. The Diva Search. Yeah, bring that shit back. <laughs> Bigger, I guess, I better, I guess I better, can. more improved. Can't, they don't have divas anymore. I guess they can't do the diva search anymore. The women's search. That sounds bad. Story of my life. <laughs> WWE released a statement saying, and I quote, WWE is teaming up with Bunham Murray Productions, the company behind Total Bellas, Total Divas, and keeping up with the Kardashians. So it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> to find the next female superstar who has what it takes to go toe-to-toe with the likes of Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks, and Becky Lynch. Casting is underway for a forthcoming reality show that will document the search for the next great female competitor. Okay. I'm sold. Are you? I Okay, so my fiancé is big into reality TV shows. Okay. And actually, this is like the one thing she likes wrestling-wise. She, she well, I was supposed to meet tonight and have her on the show, but she's sleeping. How convenient. She's sleeping. She exists. I'm, I'm not going to bring you to the bedroom. And, whoa, 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 and whoa, whoa. That's not kind of a show. That's not kind of a show. But, all right, so she's big into Total Bellas. She's big into Total Divas. I watch it as well. I'm a fan. I'm not going to lie. They do a good job. And if it's the same people that's doing those shows, then the show's probably going to be good. It's a reality show. Those are reality shows following, I, I, following the divas and bells around. I dig it. Last couple incarnations of Tough Enough, which is the purpose mm. was to find a superstar. Well, you have Velveteen Dream. Haven't really been successful. You got some guy who lost and came in seventh place, Velveteen Dream. You had Manny Rose and Sonya Deville who came in, I think, second and fifth. So the winners of these things don't really go on to succeed. I mean, well, so you, tough enough M- Miz year? was on Tough Enough once, and he look how well he did. Miz, but he he lost. He didn't win. He lost. Uh, John Morrison. Yeah, that, I think one of the exceptions. So it's like, but, the, but you know, he didn't win. He did one. He won. I season think three. he's second place. Oh, he won with Matt Capitelli in season three. Did he? Yeah. Whoops. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry about it. So I mean, started to see it. Like the thing with the diva search, most of the winners didn't really go on to do much. Is the people who came in like the lost well listen it's a platform to bring in new talent i mean yes you you mentioned all these seasons before but you mentioned a lot of people that were discovered from this show from these shows that are doing well in wwe or have had success in wwe you know if the winner of these shows if they haven't done much i mean i guess it means they peaked out and it just made the losers that much that much more hungry for the spot it's entertaining. Yeah. Plus, these reality shows are reality shows, not a competition show. So I want to see how they produce this and see what it's going to be like tough enough where it's a live competition. It's going to be pre-taped. Did they say what channel it's going to be on? Not yet. 
I'm curious. But Total Divas and Total Bells are on E. Yeah, it's probably going to be E. But uh, Tough Enough was on USA, so we don't know. Originally on MTV. Originally, back in the OG. Back in the OG. That's when it was be- the best on MTV. Well, this news is coming out today, so I'm sure there'll be more details coming out in next weeks or months, and we'll keep you updated. Can't wait. Another news. I'm very disheartened. I'm not attending the Royal Rumble now because they have revealed the Royal Rumble Burger. What is the Royal Rumble Burger, you ask? It's pork. No, you're supposed to ask that question. Uh, no, what is... Hard, okay, too late. Uh, Take two. What's the Royal Rumble Burger, you ask? Mike, what is the Royal Rumble Burger? 18-ounce pork bratwurst patty on toasted onion roll. Then they add cheddar cheese, smoked bacon, crispy coleslaw, fried onions, and barbecue aioli. That is, sounds awful. Which is topped with fried mac and cheese. That's awful. I don't like the crispy coleslaw or fried onions, but everything else sounds amazing. That sounds like a heart attack waiting to happen. I can see why Daniel Bryan's pissed off. <laughs> Ah oh, man, can't wait. It even looks delicious. Oh, my God. I can't. That's like five cheat days all in one meal right there for me. <laughs> for you, every day of my life is a cheat meal. <laughs> so now I'm hungry. Let's take a break. Let me get something to eat. We'll be right back with some trees and heels. Did you watch NXT? Yes, I did. A shot of wrestling presents here and here. All right, ready for some more on SmackDown NXT Cheers and Heels? Yes. Let's do it. I had a great Raw last week. I was so excited this week. And of course, I was disappointed as usual. <sighs> Raw, back to normal. Vintage <laughs> Raw. I will cheers, though. It started out with a lengthy tribute to Martin Luther King, plus a 10 bell salute. They don't usually do that. There's like a quick little video. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they, they did like do a 10 bell salute. Didn't like, they? It's like a four minute video with, with a 10 bell salute. I'm like, this is pretty a lengthy tribute this year. I wonder, wonder what happened. Well, they're, uh, they're a company now, right? You know, so <laughs> they've, been, they've gone all corporate. I, don't, I, I, had, I had some of the good things on there for Raw, though. There were some good moments. There's a couple of good moments. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Seth Rollins' promo was, I thought, was awesome. Okay. Alexa Bliss back. It's awesome. It's awesome. Love me some Alexa Bliss. You mentioned before, I think Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins teaming up. Uh, yeah, that's one of my cheers. That's fucking great seeing him back again. It's great to see Zack Ryder finally back on Raw. Did you read my notes? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm cheers. The great job Kurt Hawkins did as a referee, first of all. He did a great job. Oh, my God. He was like old school. He, he's like denying the tag because he wasn't holding on to the... Which people don't do anymore. They don't. There's well, a reason for that rope. There's a reason for that rope. If you can't, if you have to hold on to that rope in the corner before you take the tag. Exactly. One of my favorite spots of Eddie Guerrero did was he was in a tag team match and he kept trying to make the tag without t- holding onto the rope and the referee kept catching him. So he untied the rope and he, he dragged the rope all the way to the other end of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> that, Eddie Guerrero so is he was, a he was, genius. He was on the other step. side of the ring and he was going for the tag. The referee said, you got to hold him. And he's like, I have him holding the rope. I don't, I, I don't remember if the tag was legal or not. I don't remember. <laughs> but. <laughs> That's classic Guerrero, man. But yeah, I'm also hyped about this, uh, no pun intended, the reunion of Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, it's good to see Zack Ryder on TV. I, I'd rather him do a singles push. But you know what? I'll tell you what I can get. If they are doing this whole tag team push thing, why not bring Ryder and Hawkins together? They're both not doing anything. They Former were tag team champions. They, were they ever tag team champions? Former tag team, yeah, the edgeheads. They were, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, so bring them back together. They're not doing anything. They they can still work. Zack Ryder's great. Kurt Hawkins is great. Kurt well, Hawkins. I, don't, I don't, don't like Kurt Hawkins, but uh, Zack Ryder's awesome. Kurt Hawkins is underrated. Very underrated. So is Zack Ryder, though. So I'm hoping this won't be a sleeper tag team, though. Surprise everybody. It'll be it'll be fun to watch. I'm I'm loving the Sasha Banks Ronda Rousey feud. 
I, I know some people are saying, oh, it might be short-lived, whatever. But, you know, they're making the most of what they have with the TV time. These promos yeah. are fire. I'm enjoying it, yeah. Sasha Banks, is she's she's lit right now. Like, you feel like it's like it's almost real. Yeah. There's some heat behind it. Yeah. Like, there's some times where I'm questioning, is this real? Mm, those are the best rivalries. Yeah. And it, Sasha, like, went off, like, I think like, the next day on her Instagram. Yeah. It was like, you know, Rodrigo's bullshit, blah, blah, blah. It's like, whoa. That's awesome. Loving it. There's some realism to it. Yeah, it was like realism to it. I was like, there's no way WWE can promote that on their product. And she's doing it. Like, this might be coming from a real place. If it's not, I think kudos to both of them. Even if it is, kudos to both of them because it's it's making me invested and it's making everyone invest into this. I always wondered that about The Miz and Daniel Bryan. That seems as real as real could be. It does seem real, doesn't so like, it? What is this real? What are they talking? About? I was like, I always wondered that about them too. And uh, you know, it actually takes me back to like, John Cena and The Rock in a way. Yeah, okay. Because that was real. John Cena owned The Rock. That's crazy. <laughs> what a great. We could debate about that later. But no, those were those were like I, those are some solid spots in there. I felt like for Raw, which kept it watchable. Uh, talking about tag, I want to heal. I'm hating. I'm hating Chad Gable and Bobby Roode together. Yeah. Usually, if two single guys come together to make a tag team, they create a tag team. Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah. One guy doesn't steal the other guy's gimmick, like Chad Gable is doing. Well, Chad Gable, is, as good a competitor as he is, he's never really had a true character. No, but he's good. He's solid in the ring. But now he's just riding Bobby Roode's coattails. They couldn't come out together and make some sort of unique combo. Now, there just got to be two Bobby Roods. He's wearing the same tights, same robe now, coming out to the same music. I'm just tired of it. It's, it's, Bobby Roode deserves better. I mean, he's old. He's getting up there. Like, Give him something better, please. It's weird to see. And they give Chad Gable something else, too, because he is such a good in-ring competitor. I just, I don't know, maybe he doesn't have the the charisma, or maybe they haven't given him a character. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I do have a knock, if you want to talk about tag teams. Um, okay. The Lucia House Spending party. Spending way too much time on Raw than I thought we would, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, my man. <laughs> no, keep going. The, the Lucia House Party. Um, uh, do we have to talk about this? See, the thing is, you know, I, I was thinking about it. the only Lucha uh, Lucha Libre superstar that's been in WWE that we've really cared about has been Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And I was really thinking, like, why? Why is that? Because you know, these three guys they can compete in a ring. Obviously, they do some good work in there, but no one cares. Nope. It's, and it's on me. They never give these guys a story. Mm, could be it. They never do. I mean, we can't say never because we don't watch Two Hundred Five Live. Maybe something's there had to be a storyline for them to come together. No. All they do is like, hey, Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. Which party. was Kalisto's gimmick. Yeah. Sincara. So who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, they, they want to make Rey Mysterio the head of a stable with Sincara. Oh, we're and... going to talk about that in SmackDown. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got to do Let's talk about it now. Yeah. yeah I mean, Rey, Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, Andalade, turn him face and bring in Sincara when he comes back. But then do they, cle- do they keep Selena Vega? Because Selena Vega is great. That's the question right now, but that's a pretty good tree. So they're going to make the, the, the L. For? That's the, a pretty good team. The LWO. Yeah, maybe you never know. I don't know. Like, I, I, I want to see how they would do it. I, I feel like WWE hasn't had a good stable in quite some time. And I'm thinking I, the same thing. And I, I can't think of a good face stable. No, you're gonna... you know, I mean, the Riot Squad. I guess is the closest thing they have to a stable right now. So we, you want to go into SmackDown Live then? Okay, I can talk now. I have some stuff for, for Raw. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Here we go. Last week, I asked, why is Baron Corbin still wearing the button-down shirt and the vest? And uh, Elias brought it up, too. Cheers, Elias, for listening to the show, because he said the same thing. <laughs> we don't know. And I was going to heal, 
the no side plates of Brock Lesnar. Well, it was in the it was in the real belt, right? Yeah. Found out later it was a, it was a replica belt that they sell in the merchandising stands. <laughs> no reason why it was given. They usually carry a couple belts just in case someone loses it or it gets misplaced or someone forgets it. Someone messed up. Someone messed up somewhere because Ronda Rousey was using a replica belt as well. Right. That was weird. It was very weird to see. Yeah. Was the IC belt? Was that? I think that was legit. It was legit, right? Yeah. So it was just only the women's in the. Notice two MMA people, right? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah interesting. They it's, both they both forgot. Yeah. Imagine they forgot it. <laughs> now we're going to smack down the A show. Uh, cheers, Tony Schimmel signing. I was going to say that too. Go for it. Cheers to, to cheers to that. It was good to see. Love the new day. Yeah, yeah. That new they could do anything, man. It, it's gold. I'm glad they got rid of the pancake gimmick that was getting yeah. old. But my god, man, they're so funny. And you know what? There was the, they did a little singing in there too. They actually have some good voices. Yeah, they got good harmonies. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the it. corny gimmicky stuff, but this for some reason do they I like. They're they're gold. Yeah. They're absolute gold. Daniel Bryan is such a good heel. Yep. It's like not even funny. Like that this he is so smart. And what he's doing with his character change because I, I, there's no way in hell it's like when you think of his big comeback and everything, become a world champion. There's no way this heel character is going to take on. But holy shit, you hate this dude. You do, but in a also, fun way. Well, also, what he's saying is the truth too. Like it's the truth. He's right. What an asshole. And he, he did this gimmick. I feel like back in ROH, didn't he? I don't know. I didn't watch ROH, Some, so something know. similar to that. Probably. And, yeah. And, and now he's doing it on the grand stage, which is just great. What do you got? I'm going to cheers the, uh, again, for the think, second week in a row, uh, Rey Mysterio and Andrade. Mm. Last week I loved it. Again, they listened to me and gave me two out of three falls match. That sit down powerbomb on the top rope. Oh, that was sick. Thing of gold, man. Then Rey follows up with a Canadian Destroyer, which is a move that's amazing. I still can't believe they're allowing it in WWE. Does, is yeah, Vince not watching? Like, yeah, you banned a regular apology. You don't even let Jerry the King Lawler do a apology. Are you going to let Rey Mysterio do a Canadian Destroyer? Hey, I'm for it. It's great. But, man. These two guys are great together. They're that's perfect. I'm, that's what I'm kind of liking maybe them being paired up. Uh, great chemistry. Amazing. I just love it. I hated uh, the fact that Joe interfered, though. It had to happen. I get it. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. I mean, him messing up the ending means I guess we'll see this again. Yeah. Hey, it was great to see Randy Orton, though, too. Uh, you have my notes, don't you? <laughs> I love that RKO note because that really was out of nowhere. I did Literally, not see the coming. The next thing on my notes. Really? RKO. <laughs> Damn. That's all I got for SmackDown, though. I mean, I, it's, it's a great show top to bottom. It was just these couple things stood out more than everything. I, I, have, than I, I have a little bit in here, too. That table spot with Shane McMahon. That was crazy. That was crazy, man. This is a little too much. Like, we didn't need EMTs out there. These guys are trained professionals <laughs> who go through tables on a regular basis. <laughs> that was a really good spot. That was insane. You, you drove him right through the Miz. But that uh, bro kick to the face, when you see it in slow motion. I, I didn't watch it in slow motion. Oh, yeah. They replayed it, like, several times. And he, it face, actually, you see the impact on his face. He actually got hit full force. With oh, the my God. Right. Insane. Hey, where's Paige? MIA. Right. And they, they're, they're talking about, oh, yeah, Paige got the movie coming up and Sundance, going to premiere Sundance with The Rock. You figure now would be a good time to uh, showcase her, maybe. <laughs> Put her in a new role. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's the thing, because Paige was enjoying being a general manager. She was doing a great job. Great job. And then this stuff happens with the man taking over both shows for some reason. SmackDown doesn't need it, but whatever. Whatever. And the first SmackDown after that was like, good to hear for Paige. She did a great job. Thank you, Paige. The, the, the backstage... We break down that. We'll find another role for you coming up. What other role is Paige? Maybe a manager? Maybe. But, I mean, yeah, I miss Paige as well. Yeah, I, I don't know what, they, what, what they're going to do her with. I mean, do they put her back with Mandy Rose and... and uh, I don't think you can. Bill? No. I don't think you can because 
Paige, I feel like he's, he's over as a face now. Yeah, so what do you do with her? Make her a manager? But I think it's... With who? Maybe a commentator? But uh, A commentator? I feel like... Exactly. I think everything you think of is like, mm, mm. journal manager was perfect. It, it was. It fit really well. Hey, speaking of uh, Mandy before... Gladly. <laughs> see, what I was talking about before, the boss man and road dog, how everyone had a storyline... SmackDown, I, this is what I'm digging. Everyone does have a storyline. That, that, say what you will about Mandy and her, her in-ring ability. She's getting better, I think. Much better. I think. Yeah, better, better each week. Way better than uh, than, than some. Um, I'm not going to mention any names. but And Sonya, too. Sonya's getting better and better. So, Sonya, I, I think she's going to be eventually a, a champion, mm-hmm. I, I think. But the storyline with her and Naomi, is, is it's so well done. And it, it's so necessary. I, I think not everything has to be about the championship belt. And, and this is ways to do it. I, I think Raw should take notes from what SmackDown's doing. Yeah, I've been talking about the last couple of weeks. I love the storyline. It's great. It, it's still going. It's still fresh. And it's, it's still making me interested. That's what I think is, is it still going? Because Rusev Day was blown off in that one match. We never heard of it again. Mm. Is this rivalry going to continue? Or is this just the blown off one match and we never see this match again? I don't know. I mean, let's see, let's see what happens when they encounter each other in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, we'll see I mean, they're continuing it on social media. All right, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, we'll see. Hey, what about uh, Ali versus Joe? That was pretty good. I feel like they, they had better chemistry than I thought. Yeah, much. Hey, that guy, uh, Ali, is coming out of nowhere. That guy's pretty good. I, I didn't think he would really hang in SmackDown, but he's doing a hell of a job. Hell of a job. He's selling really well. He's 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 got some good moves. He's I, I don't know. I, I dig it. I'm digging it too, yeah. I dig his whole Mortal Kombat gimmick. <laughs> Sub-Zero. So, yeah, that's all I think of when I see him. And what do you think about the brawl with Becky? I don't have too many thoughts about it. Didn't really do anything for me. Is Asuka heel now? Like, what was that? No, she's not. I don't know what she is. The, the, she, she like, nailed her from behind out of nowhere. Yeah, but she was talking too much shit about her. Maybe she's just, you know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I like that particular move. Opened up too many questions. Or maybe that's what they wanted to do. Maybe. They don't do anything without a reason. That's true. Well, I mean, Undertaker Cena, that was... No. That's another story. <laughs> Here's my biggest one. Here's, Still, right? Okay. Uh, I, I, I take very... I, I take insightful notes. How is Cesaro not a world champion and never has been? That's a different story for a different show. <laughs> that was it. That was all we I had. We about that. that. Yeah, I we, know. I think we have talked about that in the past. Oh, my God. He's so fucking good. It's not even funny. But, all right. We, we can move on. NXT? Let's do it, man. We're talking about NXT. What do you think? First time watching NXT overall, if you've ever watched it in the past? I, I never really watched it in the past. I mean, I've, I've gone to takeovers before, and they've been, they were fun to watch, but it was my first time watching NXT, a regular TV show. This is my second time watching NXT. Yeah? I used to watch the takeovers when they would air. Okay. And during one takeover, there was a hyped promo saying, next week, Nia Jax debuts. And all you saw was her eyes. Mm. Fell in love right away. <laughs> so I had to tune in the next week to find out who was this Nia Jax woman. Wasn't what I expected. <laughs> no. Highly disappointed. I didn't say disappointed. Love me some Nia Jax. But that was just, this was the second time watching NXT. It's a long time. Okay. They have some talent there. I don't know how I feel about the uh, Nigel McGinnis on commentary, though. I see. I love. throws me off. I, I love the commentary, actually. I liked uh, Morrow, of course. He's gold. Morrow. You know, that's Percy what Watson. it is. He was great. But uh, I think the, the very thick accent just threw me off. Morrow. And that's what, actually, you know what? That's why I worry about Paige if she goes on the commentary. Yeah, true. But tomorrow, it's commentary gold. Maybe Paige go to NXT uh, UK. Well, you know what? She might dig that actually because she she probably wants to be back home. Maybe home with her family. Yeah. Who knows? That 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 wouldn't be a bad move. Back to NXT. Okay. So Valveteen Dream. Okay. I love him. 
He, he's like a... I, I get it. He's in the whole Macho Man thing. He's, he's even done some of his moves. Macho Man thing? The elbow drop. The, the, yeah, but the, I, I was thinking more like a Goldust, more the ambiguous... Oh, yeah. He's got the Goldust gimmick, guy. but he's got the Macho Man moves. You know, he's doing the... the the double axle off the top rope from the outside. He's got the knees going to the elbow drop, like I said. I I, I dig it. He's got the team kind of trunks, too, type of deal. His gimmick is kind of more like Goldust, though. I heard good things about this guy. I just, okay. I mean, I'll give him time. He, he was right. I mean, didn't really stand he, out to me. Really? Yeah. I. He's, he needs to tighten up that elbow drop, though, by the way. What, what is he, a CM Punk? <laughs> you got to tighten up a little bit. He was also selling the knee very well. Very well. Very, very well. That's that's a lost art. You know, keep in mind, I watched that dude when he was in Tough Enough. I mean, he's a fan. So right. He's a true fan. But he didn't know his history. What? He didn't know his history. He knew his history? No, he got, like, well, he cut him because he didn't know who the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart match. He didn't know much about the old school stuff. Oh. Old school. Talking about the 90s. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's what they cut him because he didn't know. I mean, he's a millennial, right? <laughs> yeah. He didn't know the history of the company he was trying to get involved. That's why they cut him. I thought he did know it. I thought he was one of the dudes that knew his stuff pretty well because he called people out, I remember. I think somebody else done about it. I don't think it was him. Find it all there. I I like him. I see I see potential with him. What do you think about that tag team match? I'm gonna cheer the tag team match between Eichner, Martel, and Larkin and Birch. Yeah, those are names. That was pretty fucking sick. That was insane. It was four guys who came out. Two teams with to me who I don't know who any of these guys are. They, they looked like the most generic dudes possible. Yeah, no gimmick, no character, <laughs> nothing to them. Like these. It looked like four jobbers, but exactly, like, yeah. it, it, they fucking lit it up. Yeah, that was great. I enjoyed it. Now, I, I, I don't see that carrying over to the main roster, though. No, not at all. A lot of stuff on NXT does not carry over to the main roster. And I was I, actually, that was my uh, that was my heels for that, actually, because th- there is some good action in there. A lot of good action. It's going to be a cheers for NXT, because that's where and everyone loves to go to NXT, because they give you time to showcase your talent without focusing on... The fancier stuff, but they do have storylines in there, though. The the, the storyline they're doing between Gargano and and Champa is 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 great. That that's been carrying through for quite some time. Yeah, I don't know about that. My first time watching it, I know they were, used to be a great tag team. They, they broke up, mm-hmm. had a great rivalry, and then all of a sudden, the ending. Are they on the same page now? It, but it, it leads to questions. Yeah. Like, it, it, you had um, you had Gargano's who's a wife, girlfriend. Yeah, Candice LeRae. I don't know what she is. She's something to him, and. Um, Say no, no, don't go back. That's fucking great storytelling. It's great. Yeah, that's long form storytelling. How often does it happen where WWE they they have a storyline for one week, then he's like, hey, you know what? Forget that. That never happened. Like with Braun Strowman, pretty much. <laughs> Good, but like they 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 fucking forget the storylines. They don't keep up with it. But this is like ongoing storytelling, and they have good action. I I wish Raw could take notes from that. Yeah, a lot of people say the same thing. Yeah, NXT. Uh, there was a tag team match between Io Shirai and Kairi Zane for two jobbers. Yeah, Amber Nova and Tanea Brooks. Tanea Brooks was Rebel in Impact Wrestling. Yes, who I fell in love with. So I'm hoping we see more of her in NXT. Hoping this wasn't a one-off appearance. I love me some Rebel. Rebel's party's type. What did you think about those um, those promos they've done with uh, with the Takeover? These the hype videos. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, they they do, were they, they were do, well done. They do great video packages. They yeah, absolutely. They're one of the best it, things. They it kind of gave me like a MMA feel, like a UFC type of feel. Really? I wasn't thinking about that. But I can see that. Yeah. Good. Like when I was watching this, I was like, oh man, this kind of feels like UFC. Like here I am. I, it's my first time watching I see it, but now I, I, I really am invested. I you know, I, I know what's going you know, on. You over? I, I might if I if my wedding stuff isn't going to wave that. <laughs> I have to go back to Long Island to give her some stuff. I was at a wedding. Mm-hmm. I watched SummerSlam on my phone. You, can, you do it. You can make sure. Well, I'm the one actively... 
getting married. I'm, I'm the one that's yeah, in July. In July, but I'm I'm doing stuff for it. I have to mm-hmm. get shit done. There's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts for this man. <laughs> so NXT doing something you keep up with, watching week in and week out. I think I can. What about you? Yeah, okay, see what happens. Yeah, you know what? your voice went up. You don't sound committed. Get, no, look forward to it. I mean, is, is there? Is, is I feel like I've been speaking a lot with NXT. Is there anything on your notes? That no, was, you, you literally again stole everything I was going to say. So did I really? Yeah. I did that with all three shows. Yeah, you did. It's weird. <laughs> but usually, uh, when I was first watching Impact, when I first started watching Lucha Underground, I had a lot of questions. So I'm just going to observe for the next couple of weeks, and hopefully, I get more into it as I learn who I, who do I like, who do I not like, who are these guys, who's a fa- who am I a fan of? I got to find my guys. I got to find my girls. Then I'll hopefully get more invested in it. Well, you know, I feel like they did a good job. Like, I don't know if uh, it's just because that it was the NXT before TakeOver, or I don't know if this is something they normally do. I feel like they made a very good job for a person that never watches to yeah. know what's up. They did a good job with that, yeah. Because in that, I went in there, and I feel like I know what's up now. Yeah, so do I. I look forward to it. They, did, they sold it well. Great go-home show. Something Raw doesn't do. Oh, well, what are you going to do? You know, the ratings, Raw drew a 2.462 million, which is down 10% from last week's 2.722 million. That was a 24.5% drop from the first hour to the third hour. The biggest drop in the show's history. Why? Because the women were headlining? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it was that big of a drop. Raw was number five in the night in viewership behind Fox News and the Laker game. Raw was number two in the 1849 demographic behind the Warriors and Lakers game. SmackDown this week drew 2.142 million, which is about the same as last week. So at least they held the ground. Consistency. That's what I love. SmackDown was number nine in viewership for the night behind the curse of Oak Island and cable news. SmackDown was number two in the 1849 Eighteen to forty-nine demographic behind the Curse of Oak Island for the second week in a row. Great episode of Curse of Oak Island. Great show. Definitely. I, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, you missed it out big time. So look out for ratings. Let's get into some go home thoughts. This weekend is the Royal Rumble. My favorite. Moving to the pre-show, surprisingly, is Rusev versus Cheesecake Nakamura for the United States Championship. Which is crazy because Nakamura won the Royal Rumble last year. <laughs> you know, I totally forgot about that. That's crazy, right? Right. Buddy Murphy takes on Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto for the Cruiserweight Championship. That's gonna be a good match. It should be. Then on the main show, we got the Bar versus the Miz and Champion Man for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I'm actually really pumped for that match. Me too. I'm assuming the Miz Shane walk out as champion here. Who knows? I don't know. I feel like they they, they don't. What's the point of putting them together then? I feel like they're gearing up for Miz versus Shane McMahon WrestleMania. I feel like it is. I don't know. Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. So pumped. Ronda retains here. No question. Oscar versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And now what happens with that? That's that's a question mark there. I'm assuming Oscar retains here. You assume, he said, but we don't know. I don't know anything, so I'm going to assume. <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor for the Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar wins. Now, here's I, a question. I don't need to assume that one. Here's a question. Does does Finn Balor go as Finn Balor, or does he go as the Demon? We haven't seen the Demon in a while. We haven't seen so, the Demon in a while. Maybe. I feel like of all matches, you got to bring the Demon for this. You have to. Demon versus the Beast? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. You have to. Dana Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. Dana Bryan retains here. I, I I don't know what they're going to do as far as WrestleMania for Daniel Bryan and the world title. Again, going back to your comment earlier, no one knows. <laughs> no, no one knows. Right I, I, Except for the Ronda Rousey thing, there's no there's no plans for WrestleMania right now. As far as the Royal Rumble goes, do you think it's Raw that wins or SmackDown? Raw. I feel like it has to be. Then there's the Women's Royal Rumble and the Men's Royal Rumble. I mean, I hate to follow the masses here, but I mean, I guess Seth Rollins wins here. That's what makes sense. That's what I'm thinking, too, because Seth Rollins, they've been kind of teasing Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And that's what, and this I, is the way to do it. Yeah. This would be the way to do it. And he's on fire right now, Seth Rollins. So Pun intended. <laughs> Burn it down. And uh, everyone's picking Charlotte to win the women's match. Well, that makes sense. I mean, unless Becky loses to Asuka and Becky's in the Royal Rumble. And then I, I think, okay, here's here, this is what I think. 
could happen, and I and I personally hope I'm right. Uh, I think Becky loses to Asuka, and then what happens is Becky is in the Royal Rumble. It comes down to Becky, Charlotte, the last two, and um, it's Lex Luger and Bret Hart all over again. It's a tie. Wow. Okay. And they both pick Ronda Rousey? Yeah. That's crazy. I, I, that's More interesting. So. That, that would be the thing that makes sense in my mind, and it would be cool to see. All right, curveball. But who knows? Because you know what? I mean, they still have, what, the uh, Elimination Chamber? They still have – are they still doing Fastlane as well? I, think, just, so. I think it's just uh, – It's just Elimination Chamber, yeah. right? In between, So they still have Elimination Chamber, so who knows? I don't know. I says all the time, I would love to see like a nobody, like a mid-card guy win the Royal Rumble. Like, I've been waiting for that, dude. They'll never let it happen. But now you love Brock Lesnar so much, right? No. <laughs> no, we don't. The thing they do. So hype him up, make him the main event at WrestleMania. I don't care. But then you have the championship, WWE championship, the more prestigious championship, which you don't, guys aren't doing anything with right now. Mm. Why not like a guy like Andrade win this or like a, I think Randy Orton is that mid-card though, but you know, some of these younger guys give him a chance, you know? I would love that. Or maybe like an NXT dude. Yeah. Have a, that would be cool. Uh, was Velveteen Dream win? Velveteen Dream or, or Aleister Black. Just give me somebody. Just don't give me a predictable winner. Don't give me a main event player who's already in the main event. Right. No, I, I, I see to be the main event. There was, a, there was one year it looked like Santino could have won it. Yeah, a couple years. That was great. Everyone was loving it. And I was like, holy shit. Is this finally what I'm expecting to see? Like a, a nobody win the Royal Rumble? But now it didn't happen, of I course. I have a couple names, but I'm just totally drawing a blank all of a sudden. But yeah, give me somebody like a mid-card guy who deserves it. Mid-card that's, that's the, the Royal Rumble is giving somebody a chance to main event who won't get an opportunity to main event. Yeah, we want change. So don't uh, don't give the main event spot to a main event player. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's it's going to be a main event. Now player. that you have two titles, give me give give me give me throw throw a bone here. Who would you want to see? Uh, I don't know. I think I had a couple names on the line, but I'm drawing a blank right now. Who would you want to see? He's not, he's, see, the problem is he's not a mid card guy anymore. Who? Drew McIntyre. Oh, you're, you're, that's your guy. That's my that's my man crush. I feel like I technically love he's still a mid card. He hasn't he hasn't done. He's in the main event he's yet. breaking through though. This could be his chance. This could be his chance. That'd be a good pick. The chosen one. That 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 would be my favorite to see win. I I'd, I'd go nuts with that one. Who do you think is going to be a surprise? Other than the returns we talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple of NXT guys. I don't see any like Batista. No. Yeah, yeah, give me fucking Batista. No, that's what you want, but you, you think it's going to happen? No, yeah, yeah. No. I don't, I don't can't even think of any names. No, that are, would be a surprise. Kevin Owens. I don't know if it's if it's a surprise at this point. It's going to be an injury surprise return. Yeah, I mean Kevin Owens probably will come back after WrestleMania, but maybe that's just a, something to throw us off, or maybe it's Abyss. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be cool. Because <laughs> the last good surprise was definitely AJ Styles. I mean. We all kind of knew it was happening, but we all still went nuts. Yeah, last year was Red Mysterio. That everyone popped marked. For that. Everyone marked out for that one. I had to go as nuts for that. Neither but it was, it was still fun to see him come back. Anyway, that's all I got for the show. Anything else? You want? Any golden thoughts for you besides the Royal Rumble? I mean, how can you not talk about the Royal Rumble? So many possibilities. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen with the with the women's show. We don't know what's going to happen with the SmackDown show. We don't know what's going to happen with anything. Who's Undertaker facing? Is John Cena facing anyone? Oh, so many possibilities. Well, John Cena's air coding hurt. He he's not going to get the Royal Rumble. No, he's not going to Royal Rumble. Yeah. But you know he's going to be in WrestleMania. Probably, probably. about Mania. Oh, yeah, who knows? Anyone from the women? What, what are we talking about? The men's? What do you think about the women as far as uh, surprises? Oh, like a person who deserves it. Maybe like a Naomi. That'd be interesting to see. Or, uh... but we know it's not going to happen. That's the thing. We yeah, it's we we know it's going to be leading up to the, the Ronda Rousey thing. 
gave it to uh, someone from NXT. Give me the woman who won the May Young Classic, Tony Storm. Tony Storm would be great. She won, right? She won one. Yeah. yeah. Somebody who surprise. Give me a surprise. I know. I want. I want some surprises in there. Oh, you know, it'd be a surprise. Actually, here my eyes just lit up with this one. They literally did. Yeah. What if Sasha Banks beats Ronda Rousey for the belt? Okay. Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch beats Asuka for the title. Ronda Rousey goes to the Royal Rumble and wins and faces Becky Lynch at WrestleMania for the SmackDown. Okay. Interesting. What if that happens? People would still shit on Ronda. They always find a way to shit on Ronda. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why at this point. She's, she deserves her spot, man. She's doing well. How about like Lana? I was thinking Lana, though, but that would be like the, that would be like the equivalent of Roman Reigns winning the, the Royal Rumble a few years ago. Would it? I don't know, nobody. People would boo the shit out of that. Are you kidding were, me? Roman Reigns was a big guy who's favorite to win. That's it. They were booing him. Lana's a no, like Lana doesn't do anything. But no, oh, here we go. Rusev, give me Rusev to win this match. Ooh, I like that one. That'd be perfect. Someone who's waiting for that push to the main event spot is Rusev. Yeah, or Cesaro. Cesaro, yeah, Cesaro winning. I think everyone would go nuts with that one. Yeah, I like Cesaro. Yeah, As Cesaro. Someone who, someone who won't win but deserves to win. Cesaro. Yeah, he needs like a. Has he even competed for the world title? I think he might have been in an Elimination Chamber match once. It's just that. 101. 101. Has he ever uh, been think. number one contender? I want to say yes, one off, but I don't think so. That dude just ever He's it. never been the number one contender. That's ridiculous. It's not like he doesn't have charisma. He, the dude could talk. Yeah, he had that great James Bond gimmick for a little bit. They've thrown so much shit at him as far as gimmicks go, and he, he, he aces it all. Cesaro, yeah, it's a good pick. Cesaro, yeah. Let's go Cesaro, man. I'm in the Cesaro section. Let's go. Also, no show I started watching was Wow, Women of Wrestling. On oh, Access, yeah, you were, you were mentioning that off air. On Access TV, Friday nights at 9 o'clock. It's weird because it debuted last Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, sitting behind me was Willow, who I have a little crush on, too. I love Willow. And she's on Women of Wrestling. No way. So she asked me, do I have the Wi-Fi here? I'm like, I don't think so. So she's sitting right next to me, right? And, she, and then I go back to check uh, my bag on something, and she's watching herself on her phone. Is she during really? During the ACW show. So like, yeah, love me some Willow. Ah, so good for her. Good luck. <laughs> So, That's yeah. funny. She's watching herself. <laughs> also, there's a woman, Willow. Her name's Eye Candy on Woman of Wrestling. Okay. She's on TV, a national televised show, sitting right next to me <laughs> in a gym here in the Bronx, New York. Weird. It's weird. I'm like, oh, she's just one of the guys right now. No. She's great. Huh. Hi, Willow. Love you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Access TV. Take your local listings. Nine o'clock, Friday nights. Boom. Something we can't talk about because we record the show during that time. But yeah, definitely check it out. I'll check it out. Anything else you want to talk about? Super Bowl Sunday is not till next Sunday, so I, I got yeah time to kill. I got, I got time to kill. Dude. We also got the Deadly Sand Squad, February second. Man, going after BWF. We're going to take out those Bronx Warriors, and okay. I can't wait for that. All right, sounds good. And then the sixteenth is at LAW. Is at LAW. Awesome, can't wait. We're going to give those boys a little bit of payback. Great way to leave it there. So let's go down to your bar that you live atop of and. Have a couple more shots of was that tequila we did before? Yeah, we did tequila. That was Avion. 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 Definitely do some more of that. That shit was good. delicious. It was delicious. It goes down smooth. Because I hate driving at night, mm-hmm. but I hate driving over bridges at night. So you know, big sacrifice for me to be here. Because <laughs> you're in the Bronx, you're in Yonkers, even farther from the Bronx. I, I live in the nice part of Yonkers. Let's make that clear. Isn't all Yonkers the nice part? You live in upstate New York. I, for me to come up upstate New York, this is not upstate. Is this is Westchester. What are we talking about it's here? You're upstate. Westchester is not upstate. Someone correct this man, please. What's your hotline? <laughs> 619-343-3005. Dialing up. 
Operators are standing by. Correct him. So, Mark Schwann, people can follow you at yourfavoriteactor.com to find out your social medias. That is correct. Of course, you can find me at Michael J. Putty, a shot of wrestling on Instagram and Facebook, shot of wrestling, no A on Twitter. Of course, our YouTube, a shot of wrestling. Check out the full, unedited interview of Flying Brian Pillman. So, for Mark Schwann, four degree men, four. Brian Pillman, I've been your host at Mugget Party until next week. Party out. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time I need to announce it's last, last call, call at, at the, the bar. bar. Oh. All right, everybody, we have made it to the end of the episode, and it's my favorite part. It's last call, and still here with us, Brian Pillman Jr. Now, Brian, it's rapid fire questions. The first thing that comes to your mind is the first thing you should answer. Are you ready? I was born ready. <laughs> no way we go. What is your favorite TV show? Uh, right now, Baki the Grappler. Interesting. All right. Uh, other than wrestling, what is your favorite sport? Lacrosse. What is your favorite adult beverage? Uh, beer. Uh, IPA. Oh, which one? Uh, we have a local, uh, Ryan Geist Truth. It's very strong, very good. Sweet. Who is your celebrity crush? Uh, Natalie Portman. Who was your Mandy, Mandy Rose? Oh, too many people. <laughs> Who was your markout wrestler growing up? Uh, the Hardy Boys. What was your New Year's resolution? Uh, I don't have any because I'm always awesome all the time. Can't argue with that. And finally, Brian, if you had to explain what wrestling was to someone who's never experienced it before, how would you explain it? Uh, it is the art of combat. All right, my man. Thank you so much for joining us on A Shot of Wrestling. Yes, of course. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>